You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, serving the latest news in sci-fi multimedia. And now, your hosts, Scott, Miles, and Anna. Your table is ready. It's long and This is the capital. We have a little problem with our infancy peaks, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. This is episode 93 of the Sci-Fi Diner Listener Feedback Show, what we call Sci-Fi Diner Conversations. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Hertzog. And hello, I'm Miles P. McLaughlin. And M is with us in spirit. She couldn't be with us tonight, so we are rolling, rolling, rolling without M, and it's not doesn't roll quite as smoothly without her, but we love her anyways, and we wish she was here with us. Absolutely, but um, to all of us who have big boy, big girl jobs, she's doing something for a big girl job. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. and um, we do have a sock puppet here if we do need her, and mm-hmm. so uh, Miles will be voicing M. Right, that'll, that'll go over real well. Right, right, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, Miles. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, so, but she is uh, not here with us, but that's all right. We have a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Some listener feedback from you. Talk about what's going on in the show world that we're watching or maybe not caught up on, as my case is. And uh, just all around goodness, some reactions to some of the things we've been talking about in our main shows. Absolutely. It's going to be awesome. So, Miles, why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit, what is going on in your sci-fi world? Well, I recently uh, finished watching um, uh, Eureka, and I'm grateful for Netflix for having it on. So uh, five seasons is I've in about um, maybe about three months. So uh, loved Eureka. If, if Listeners, I'm sure a lot mo- many of you have watched Eureka already, but if you haven't, you need to check this show out. It, it, it is fantastic. If you have Netflix streaming, it's there. Doesn't, uh, like, doesn't sound like quite as insane of a journey as it was going through Stargate. Well, no, Stargate, let's see. Ten seasons of SG-1, then five seasons of SGA. So, and how yeah. long did it take you to do that? That still didn't take too long for me either. <laughs> <laughs> but it, t- it takes a little longer than, than, um, than Eureka. So I finished watching that, um, enjoying the shows. We're all watching um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Walking Dead. Um, I'm even still watching Revolution. I know many of us have uh, written that show off, but it still interests me. Uh, Big Bang Theory still still great. Uh, Arrow, I can't say good enough enough good things about Arrow. I, I just think um, I, I'm just mad when when when, when the episode is over because I just <laughs> want to keep going. Yeah, it's definitely uh, in my opinion is one of this year's best returning shows. Uh, this yeah. the scripting, this mm-hmm. the way they build that. I agree. I can't say enough good things about Arrow. We'll talk about Arrow a little bit later on. I am behind in an episode or two, but absolutely enjoying it. Well, you'll you'll be happy to have two episodes to watch in, in yeah. a row. Uh, also, on audio dramas, uh, We're Alive is still pumping out episodes, and so I just watched, uh, listened to one on the way here. And, and perfect for Halloween, you know, coming up on absolutely. the uh, 31st, which is probably when this episode will be released. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, awesome. And are you reading anything? I'm not reading any new Star Trek novels. I'm reading something else, but probably when I finish this book, I'll probably read a, a new Star Trek novel. Oh, very good, very mm-hmm. good. Um, well, in my uh, in my sci-fi world, uh, I am doing some reading. I finished um, the um, Butler and Jihad again, second time through it, because obviously I'm doing it for the Dune Saga podcast, and I'm also a part of. Um, the other book I am reading 
I'm looking it up here because I just don't remember the name of it. Um, it is another one of the um, Wheel of Time series books. And this is The Shadow Rising. It's book four in the Wheel of Time series. And a little bit slower of a start to this book. The other book, the other book certainly, when you get into Wheel of Time book, Miles, is like the first, ah, man, I don't know, 50, 60 pages of the book, and they are not short books. Mm-hmm. Not, not a lot's happening. It takes a little bit to get going. Well, I feel like they've extended that in this book. Like, oh, we're about 100, 150 pages. And only now do you see the premise of the story actually getting going. So there's a lot of character development, background. And not that it's not that there is an interesting thing, stuff that doesn't happen, that, that happens. It just takes a little bit more time to get into it. And here it gets mm-hmm. even worse as I go on, <laughs> as, as people are telling me. But, it, it reminds me of some other books I've read in the past. And, uh, but I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. That's saying the characters are familiar, it's drawing me in enough. I'm there. And I am so far behind in all of our sci-fi shows. It's it's absolutely incredible. I've watched, I think, a Blacklist, which isn't even sci-fi, and Bones, which isn't sci-fi, except there's Angel in it. You know, other than that, uh, I'm I'm behind in every single show. I think it's basically because of this marathon that I ran Sunday. Mm-hmm. I ran the Marine Corps Marathon, across the finish line, standing, and that's that an accomplishment. Um, took me a little bit over four hours to do, but... That's still quite a good accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm glad that I'm glad, I'm glad I did it. But that means I didn't watch a lot of TV. We did go down to the Smithsonian Air and Space, so that's a little bit that's kind real of sci-fi-ish. world. Yeah, yeah, kind of real world sci-fi. Mm-hmm. So my son was interested in that, mm-hmm. and uh, we were at the Natural History Museum, saw the dinosaurs. I was supposed to hook up with M, and M has been, as you know, struggling with a cold uh, over the past. Uh, Weeks, months, and yeah. uh, she's working at getting that reconciled, and uh, she was not feeling well. So, oh well, so, that happens. It does. And hope we're, we hope you're feeling better. Absolutely, absolutely. Although tonight it's not because of her cold. So, all right, her voice <laughs> is feeling better. It's a mm-hmm. big girl job. All right. Well, let's talk about some listener feedback. David Griffin wrote in, and uh, why don't you read what David Griffin had to say? So, Dave, David says. I wouldn't personally be interested in the current Star Trek on the small screen, but if you haven't already, check out Star Trek Continues and Star Trek Phase 2 on the internet. They are surprisingly faithful to the original Star Trek and be quite entertaining. So, I mean, first of all, David, thank you for writing and letting us know this. Mm -hmm. We've talked about these shows before, and we agree they are probably the best. If you're looking for something like original series, these guys are probably the best. Yeah, um... De- definitely, and we we gotta throw you know our, our friend Starship Farragut in there too. I mean, they've uh, are they kind of uh, what are they kind of they're kind of a part of Star Trek Continues. Yes, that I, I, they're in a, they're, they're working with Star Trek Continues as far as lending them sets, and I guess they're helping them produce their shows too. Um, I, I'm, but I still think if I understand they're they're still planning they're on making still their own separate entity. Entities. They're, they're still separate entity, but and they still plan on making their own Trek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you're 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 right, Dave. There's some you know some really good fan fan Star Trek uh, uh, stuff out there. And there's always discussions about new Star Trek fan films. Mm-hmm. I think as the technology becomes more accessible, easier to use, and user friendly, people can make better and better Star Trek for the small screen. Yeah, exactly. And um, we, we talked about this before. When I say small screen, I mean the computer. <laughs> yeah, um, small screen. Well, I mean, in this day and age, you probably you might have either through your Blu-ray player or Roku or something you can watch. You can watch an episode of Star Trek Continues or one of the other Star Trek fan films on YouTube on your TV now. Absolutely. There's no reason why you couldn't. Mm -hmm. Well, Damien wrote in, and he wrote, Scott, Miles, and M. And M, of course, is not here, but she's going to say hi to you, Damien. Hi, Damien. Um, uh, But he wrote in and said this, How are we all? 
That's the spirit. Got to some two cents for you. Regarding Ant-Man, I'm not a huge fan of his character, or of Wasp, not Pixie. I don't know why I got Pixie. I think it's one of the animated... Is she called Pixie in one of the animated series? No, I think... I think I think he's right. It is Wasp. Yeah. Where did I get Pixie from? I mean, she's small. She kind of looks like a Pixie. No, no. I, they're somewhere. I, I'm going to look it up, Damien. I'm going to look it up. I saw a reference to that. I didn't just pull that out of thin air. Um, but... Uh, Either, but after watching the Avengers animated series, I warmed up to them. With both characters or scientists, so the idea of having someone like Paul Rudd at 44 makes sense in a way because I can see an actor in Kellan Lutz's caliber as a scientist. I didn't work for Den- Denise Richards in Gold. It- I think it's a. It didn't work for Denise Richards in Golden Eye. It won't work here. I see they're talking. Rashinda Jones, Parks and, Recre- Parks and Recreation as a possible Wasp, which I thought was an interesting choice. I know Ant-Man isn't a major character in the Marvel Universe, but he was a founding member of the Avengers and the creator of Ultron, Avengers 2 Baddie, which they've altered his original story. Ant-Man has the abilities not only to shrink to the size of, oh, I don't know what, something small, as well as grow to the size of a building. Specific rim, anyone? That being said, I think the action scenes with him altering his size would be pretty badass. If they leak the Comic-Con footage, if the leaked Comic-Con footage is anything to go by, Wasp gets her powers from Ant-Man, and she also shrinks to, yes, you guessed it, the size of a wasp, and she shoots her stingers laser beams from her hands. Pointless, but still. Although I don't see either of the actors as action stars, Think back to Mark Ruffalo as Hawk, who not who's who, not who I'd pick, but still worked. So let's talk about what he's saying. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it? I think, I mean, in, in this day and age of superhero movies, they're going to need to find some more material. Um, they can't. I mean, it's great as to see another sequel of our favorite one. It'd be nice to see something different and and fresh and fresh. Ant Man and Wasp. I, I I would I might go see that in the movie. Theaters. I don't think it's ever been done. It's never been done on the big screen, has it? No, there's never been any kind of live action of them. So yeah, I I, I would go see it. They used to be my son's favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and he's he's referencing the um, there, there's two animated movies that they made with the Avengers, which you could see on Netflix, and, and they were good characters on there too. Yeah. So I don't know. I you know I, for, I forget if I even saw the leaked Comic Con footage. I think I did. I did not. I mean, um, we'll have to look that, gone, up the, look that up on the interwebs. We'll have to look for that later. Yeah. So and as far as what's he watching, do you want to talk about his first one here, Miles? So he's watching Agents of Shield. I want to love this show so much. It's just not getting me as excited as I had hoped. I love the dialogue, Ming Na Wen, and the two imports from the UK. But there's something I can't put my finger on. The show just seems very familiar with shows we've seen before. Alphas, X-Men, X-Files. You did not just put the X-Files in that list, did you? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'd like to see more connection in the comic verse, even with the minor uh, character. Perhaps they can still do, do that down the track. I'm, I, I'm still watching. I just hope it picks up steam a little, little sooner. Uh, Sleepy Hollow, I watched the first one. I like the concept, just haven't been able to been in a rush to watch the rest. I hope that's not a bad sign. Before we read the rest, let's talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. So, comment on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm watching enjoying it, but I'm not as wowed by it as I, I thought I would have been. Um, you know, the first couple episodes, people seemed really stoked, so much so that they ended up renewing this for a second season. Mm-hmm. But this is a, the commentary that I hear as I'm watching on Facebook and stuff. The people are kind of, 
I'm watching it. It's Marvel. It's the only thing that's Marvel's giving us out there in TV. And so it's the best we got, but it is not what we were quite hoping for. Yeah. There seems to be some dissatisfaction. And Whedon shows take a little bit of time to get rolling, typically. Mm -hmm. So let's hope it gets rolling, right? Well, it appears ABC is going to be patient. He's given he's get, they're giving Whedon so, two seasons, so so we'll see. Maybe mm-hmm. in two seasons we can up the ante a little bit. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Walking Dead, another great show, but four as of today episodes in, and not a lot has happened except for a lot of setting up. Looks like things zombie wise will be picking up now. Though the next week, cross fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, the la- last film. Uh, let's talk about Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. What do you think about what he's saying here? He's right. There isn't, I mean, right now they've been pretty much staying at the prison. But, I mean, to say that nothing's been happening, well, you, you, you have this um, this disease that's been going through and and killing people, and then those people becoming zombies. So the, the people that were, had to deal with it from within, um, and, and two people that got this plague had gotten, somebody basically executed them and burned their bodies. Um, so... There's some stuff going on, not a lot yet, but it's it's still early. So, yeah. Yeah. but 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 it's still you know, I'm still enjoying it. But then there was season two, right? <laughs> Where not a lot happened. And, you oh, know, oh, season, was, season two was yeah. It was just a slow burner and got renewed, and people loved it. It's still mm-hmm. one of the biggest freaking shows out there. Um, Last film I saw was Gravity, a great film. I reckon Sandra will be up for an Oscar for this one since she carries the whole freaking thing. Beautiful to watch. The visuals are breathtaking. I know you guys say you're not a fan of 3D films, but this one was done perfectly for that platform. The scale of the planet against the shuttles, against the actors, really takes you back. Looking forward to Thor 2. That looks so good. Chris Reckleson, hello. I forgot he's in it. Um, okay. <laughs> there's my rant until next time happy Halloween America I put that in Damien thanks Damien for writing in and giving us your thoughts uh, you seen Gravity yet I have not no I am not mm-hmm. it's one that I know people have talked a lot about it got it was kind of a sleeper hit for me like I wasn't hearing much about it and the concept of two people being kind of in space just floating around didn't didn't do it for me, and I know there's more to it mm-hmm. than that. It's getting a lot of good press, though. Got a good press, and mm-hmm. was finally unseated by the uh, the Jackass Grandpa movie that just came out. That oh. I'm not that there's no way I'm going to watch because I'm such a huge fan of Jackass. But right, <laughs> <laughs> but Damien, thank you so much for uh, writing in. And the only exception I take is that you lumped you lumped Agents of Shield in with X Files. Come on, come on, we got to chat. Um, let's move on. This came up in you know. I think I've, I heard this, and we asked on Facebook, is anyone watching Lifetime's Witches of East End? And Miles, you ecstatically said? Um, no, I'm not watching no, it. No, no, you're not watching it. But if anyone's going to watch a show like this and give it a chance, it is Jen M. Sure. We really should bring Jen M on as kind of this consultant for these, you know, kind of fringe sci-fi shows that we don't watch because she is the voice for them on the Sci-Fi Diner. She, she certainly is, yes. She is. Mm-hmm. So... Lifetime, Lifetime, a sci-fi show on Lifetime. Have we ever seen that? No, no, I don't think. So. I don't think so. I mean, not now that it's I, fantasy based. I understand mm-hmm. that because witches of East End, but still. Yeah, I, I guess I, I guess they figured. I mean, a lot of networks are having good good success with some of these fantasy type shows. That they say if AMC is doing it, well, AMC, well, NBC has Grimm, ABC has Once Upon a Time. You know, it, it was. 
it seems like it makes sense to maybe go that route for them. Yeah. So Witches of East End, Jen says this. I've seen it so far. What I've seen so far, it was okay. Kind of reminded me of Charmed a little bit. Only they had two young witches in this. And I kept thinking of how they're supposed to be used, the power of three. Hmm. And then she kind of laughed. But this is, so she's watching it. She likes it. Anyone else watching Witches of East End, let us know. Not on my radar, but I'd love to hear what people are thinking about the show. Because, again, it does have a charm kind of feel to it. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about charm a little bit more in the main show. Oh, that we will. That we will. <laughs> a lot of goodness. Um, so Walking Dead Isolation came out. And, Miles, you watched this, right? Walking Dead Isolation. The last, oh, the, the last episode. Yes, it was called yeah. Isolation. Sorry oh, yeah. about that. Yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one thing they, they're, they're, they're running out of... Um, Zombies? Squat. No, no, no that, that's that's the one thing they are not. Yeah, out because of. Amanda says mm-hmm. biggest group of walkers ever. Well, yeah. Um, what's his, um, the guy with the crossbow? I mean, I'm, I'm drawing. I have a brain freeze. Um, he he and three other guys. Well, he and two other guys and Michonne um, go out to. Um, they have to travel real far. They're going to this veterinary hospital trying to get antibiotics or something, and there are just like hundreds of walkers in front of them. And they, the walker starts around their car, and they, they back up, and they. You think you can just run over these walkers? Well, there's so many walkers they can't even back up anymore. They, I mean, you know, um, not where the episode ends. N- no, it didn't. It didn't quite end there, but you just see them. Tr- so they have to leave the car because the car is stuck over all these uh, walker bodies they just ran over. They can't get the car out of there because there's so many of them. Um, but then Michonne just takes out her sword and. Um, she does what she does. Does her Jedi mind trick and mm-hmm. you know, little and, and her lightsaber, bat, you know, her lightsaber prowess. And um, we don't know what happened to our heroes there yet, but uh, um, but it was just interesting. I mean, they're trying; they have they have to travel out even farther because they've everybody raided the surrounding areas of supplies. They have to go even farther out, and there's just this wall of walkers they have to get through, and their their car just wasn't up for the task. Mm-hmm. Jen M also, I, of course, I am not watching this show, as you know, but Jen M is watching again. Thank you, Jem, for, right, for, for commenting on this. Yep, their situation seems really hopeless. Both Glenn and Herschel are both affected by the virus. I don't know how they're going to be able to cure anybody. Kept me on the edge of my seat, especially when Carol was outside the fence with Daryl and the group trying to get more medicine. I was sure that's the guy's name, Daryl. I was sure the extra guy was going to get red shirted. <laughs> so, um, but he's not, not yet. Not yet. I mean, they, there's four of them right now. They're, they're okay, but we I guess we'll find out what happens to them next week. But yeah, um, but but we're seeing some interesting things with Carol, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, there was a Facebook discussion about. You know how dark Carol has gotten, mm. and um, well, this is a woman who is she's lost her daughter. She's lost. She was lost her daughter, and, her, and saw her daughter be a walker. And have to. By get, the way, biggest reveal of season two yeah. happening. You know her walking out of the barn and having to yeah see her daughter get uh, taken out. Yeah. Um, uh, she she was in an um, abusive relationship with her husband. Um, then saw her, him get killed by walkers. Oh, and there's this little thing called the zombie apocalypse that happened. Um, yeah, so yeah, that won't scar you at all. I mean, that sort of thing happens. You'll be normal. You, you, most people could just blow it off. I but, mean, come on. I mean, zombie apocalypse happens every day. 
But uh, so eventually something would have to give. Um, there, there was in one of the, the first episodes, if not the first episode, Carol is giving the children. First thing, she's just reading bedtime stories to children. Then she gets out these knives and she shows the children, you know, the proper use of how to use a knife. And said, this could save your life. Right. And, and she's right. Oh, she is right. It's just... Disturbing. It, very disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead continues to bring hope and light to America. It does. <laughs> it does indeed. Once Upon a Time, the episode Good Form. And uh, again, uh, Jen M, to talk about it. You are not watching the show, right? Correct. And again, I watched only the first one, uh, uh, first season of it. I know that... Uh, th- this season, it's either this season or it's Once Upon a Time in Wonderland that has gotten some flack for being a little bit lost-ish. Sounds like reminding people of Lost as they're watching it. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not watching it, I'm not there. Let me see. I, you know, give me a second. Although, according to Raul, the Once Upon a Time is really reminding people of Lost right now, but um, I'm not watching it. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but but Jen M is and Jem is uh, Jen, like she's she's our she's our voice here tonight. Uh, she thought that it was a pretty good episode for tonight. Although I wonder if David would really have to stay in Never- Neverland. But I thought it was cool how Emma and Regina are really working together to try and rescue Henry, even under desperate measures. What did Jason say? If they could somehow defeat Pan, they could find a way around uh, David having to stay. Yeah. Again, not watching the show, but. Mm-hmm. Um, that's people's thoughts. Um, uh, kind of connected with this is Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. And um, this is what's been happening so far and what people's perspective are on it. And Jen M comes in again. She's watching this. She tends to be more of a fantasy watcher, wouldn't you say? Yes. Mm-hmm. Supernatural even has that fantasy element. Oh, definitely. Um, go ahead. Read what Jen said. I thought it was pretty good last night. We finally got a little background on Nave. I guess he was uh, calling himself... I think from what I got from it, it was he was really uh, Will Scarlet and that he was in love with Anastasia and, and she wound up becoming the Red Queen. I had a feeling it was her. And Jason kind of agreed. Jason Taylor said, yeah, I figured it was her when they didn't show us Anastasia's face when they were in bed and then later reaction upon hearing his name. I'm guessing that Wonderland changed her for the worst. It led us to believe that Nave was to blame when it might have been the other way around. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh... They're saying Jen's opinion as good as the original Once Upon a Time show. So, mm-hmm. in, in your perspective, when you have spinoff series, how oft, how well do they stand up to the original? Typically, typically, they often don't. Um, I mean, there are some exceptions, but um, Star, Stargate Atlantis only got five seasons. Stargate Universe only got two. So, but but how did those series stand up to the original, in your opinion? As far as the material goes, I think they're just as good, if not. Um, I mean, Stargate Universe, I think, is, is something by by itself. It just, it, it, I mean, it has episodes, elements of Stargate in it. But you probably say that Star Trek runs the same gamut. I mean, because mm-hmm. you, you really, Next Generation is a spinoff of the original series, with Voyager being a spinoff of Next Generation and, and Deep Space Nine right. happening in the middle of mm-hmm. that. And an enterprise. I mean, mm-hmm. all these are spinoff shows and have their own life, and are better or worse depending on how people feel about them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I think people will hold up Next Generation as probably. I mean, it got a seven-year run. It, it was probably the most successful as far as ratings-wise, and I was thinking, you know, as far as ratings goes. Um, but, um, but yeah, spinoff typically. 
even even if it you know the material is just as good if not better than than the first one um it for some reason it usually doesn't get as long season as the what came before it yeah so uh her opinion is this once upon a time in wonderland is just as good as once upon a time listeners let us know if you agree or disagree Call us 1-888-508-4343. Tomorrow, people, this is AKA Heroes, uh, <laughs> Alphas. Uh, what other shows have done this? 4400. 4400. Uh, tomorrow, people, this is uh, episode Girl Interrupted, and I am not watching tomorrow, people, but who do you think is watching it, Miles? It, maybe Jen's watching it. Jen's watching it, mm-hmm. would you believe it? Jen is watching it, and we're glad she is because she is. she and Jason are watching these shows. I just don't have as much time apparently <laughs> to watch this but jen says i also like how they were able to get this girl out and not kill herself they came across as guardian angels at that point and not to be so afraid of helping people jason taylor says i hope his friend doesn't get hurt trying to find out about him yeah and uh, really cool how kara realized her traumatic event and how she came to her powers mm-hmm. so again this Kind of superheroes getting their powers type thing. Very alpha-esque. It, that, that kind of thing still resonates with people. You know, here's the thing. We really want a superhero show to succeed. Oh, sure. And the best first season that we ever got of that was Heroes. Heroes. And, then, and then it unraveled. It yeah. unraveled down. And, and we haven't, and alphas didn't quite do that for us. Uh, I liked alphas. I watched alphas, but mm. didn't quite do it for us. Um Marvel's the 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 you know the jury's out is is Marvel going to do this for us or not? Maybe, yeah. but people are kind of not real hopeful right now on it. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, with Marvel, at least Agents of Shield has has two seasons, so hopefully they can. Hopefully, something up. will happen on it. Right. Mm-hmm. But one show that we are ecstatic that we have back and we we're talking about is Arrow. Episode three, Broken Dolls. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. Tell me about episode three. Um, I loved it. Um, and uh, let me back up. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so I'll, I'll read the comment I, I post on Facebook. So I watched it today. Really loving what I see in season two. Nice to see Terrell Rothery make an appearance as Moira's attorney. She played... Um, the doctor in uh, Stargate SG One. Yeah, the early doctor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hated seeing her go. Oh man, that, he that, killed that, her off. That was a punch in the gut. <sighs> we saw her back in some flashback episodes, but not quite the same. Yeah, and but, we, we got to see more of the Black Canary. Heard the, the mention uh, Ross Al Ghul. So um, we know, we know Ross Al Ghul from um, from Batman. From Batman. So so a bit of crossover there. There must be. Ross so Al-Ghul. I'll, I'll be curious to see what. So this show just keep to, to me just continues to get better and better. Yeah, and I can't wait to watch it. I've only watched a season opener behind two episodes, Miles. <laughs> well, I need to get in the treadmill or something. But yeah, <laughs> um, Michael uh, Cleland said I like how Lance is now calling Oliver Arrow now instead of the Hood. I did a rewatch of season one before our season two aired and noticed that when Tommy gave Laurel the present of a picture, it had a black canary. Was that a clue? In it, I heard that Sarah was going to be her. I almost thought Malcolm Merlin was back, but I did a wa- I did a watch of the Arrow Comic Con panel. YouTube's your friend saying he wasn't coming back. There's so much to it to list as to why I love this show. If you're not watching it, why aren't you? And I agree with that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Now, this story about Malcolm not coming back is contrary to rumors 
that we heard from the directors that said he was coming back. Yeah, so which is it? <laughs> so we aren't sure. Like, so mm-hmm. which is it? Are we going to get? Are we going to Malcolm back or not? I mean, mm-hmm. um, was that meant to throw us off, throw us off the tail? I don't know. I could see him coming back, and I could see him, you know, being being a bit damaged because basically he's responsible for his son's death. Unless all they do is bring him back, unless he plays into the island. That, that's a possibility. He, they could bring him into the island and mm-hmm. have that work. So, mm-hmm. this show, of course, this next show that we're talking about, Revolution, um, one riot, one ranger. I stopped watching your show after four episodes. So, Miles, you got to tell me why are you still watching Revolution? I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, there's there's some things I still like. Uh, I mean, I still like um, the Tom Neville character. Uh, he's he's always up to something. Um, I, I kind of like what they did in season two. Basically, they they nuked Philadelphia and Atlanta. Who doesn't want to nuke Philadelphia? I mean, come on, sister, brother, city of brotherly love. I would love to nuke Philadelphia. <laughs> no, no offense to anybody that lives in Philadelphia. Right, but, we love you, Philadelphia. But uh, I wouldn't mind nuking it. You heard it. You you heard it here. Miles wants to nuke Philadelphia. Well, it's easy to get to Philadelphia. It's just hard to get out. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like Hotel California, right? Uh, similar, yes. You should start playing that music right about now. That would be good, good for that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Philly and Atlanta being nuked. Um, you, you have the, the you know what was left of the U.S. government basically hiding out in Cuba, and they're, they're supposedly coming to the rescue uh, of the aftermath of this. And um, but they obviously have ulterior motives. I mean, basically the, the U.S. government plan for um, uh, Atlanta and Philly get nuked so they could come in and be heroes, and so. Um, but but they you can tell they have ulterior motives and um, uh, Miles and the gang are um, starting a resistance. Um, uh, Monroe, I mean he, he was not in Philly at the time. He was going after Miles and 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 the, and, and the crew and uh, he's on his own now. But um, they sort of have a truce right now between um, Miles and Monroe. Uh, they they have, they have the same common enemy. And, um, but it's, uh, so there's, it it has gotten better. The show has gotten better. It just took a long time to get better. Hmm. You know, and, and, and it's kind of echoing what Lee Kemp said. He goes, revolution's getting better. It's just slow somewhat this season. The Renegade Tribe episode was good, but in this episode, we're getting to the storyline finally for the reason. And it's about time. I know 
that are trying to lay the base for what's going on this season. But I think that it could have been done in the first two episodes and led into what's happening now. Another thing, Aaron's newfound power is very cool and scary at the same time. Looking forward to seeing where this is going to take us. So what do you think about his idea that we have five episodes, this could have been done in two? Um, two or three, yeah. Two or three, but mm-hmm. five a bit much. Yeah, that, that, I would, that's always been the problem with the revolution. Is it, it just seemed to drag. It's a slow burn. Oh, slow yeah. Burn. Mm-hmm. So not that it's not good, just mm-hmm. a slow burn. Right. Uh, Jen M said, hey, it's Bobby from Supernatural. I mean, his real name's Jim Beaver. That's what I was screaming as I was watching it right now. I need it after, I need it after a rough day at work. Figured it would make a great, figured he would make a guest appearance on the show since it's one of Eric Kripke's. Uh, I guess also associated with Supernatural. Good to see he's getting some work someplace else. He was the cowboy. So he was a cowboy in the show. Um, so you know who he's, she's talking about then, I guess. I'm not sure which... I'm not sure the cowboy she's referring to. Okay. Well, uh, Jen M, please Jen. call in and inform Miles who the cowboy is you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Since we've not watched Supernatural as you now um and uh let's talk a little bit about shield so shield the girl in the flower dress most recent episode aired last week and well in general shield for you shield i've been enjoying it but i think i was expecting something maybe a little more um, Superhero-ish, right? It, 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 it's it's more spy-fi than sci-fi. I mean, they they, they now to their to their credit, they do make references to um, you know the other superheroes. They make references to the attack of New York, and so there's really good continuity there. But um, so they're tying it into the larger Marvel movies. Yeah, and I, I think M said something last time that I think she she was right about. I mean, you have this this smaller group of people that are there to sort of clean up the mess. So we're really, uh, but you know, we see Marvel Agents of Shield. You're expecting something a little bit more superheroish. Mm-hmm. At least I am. Yeah, I kind of wish we would have had something a little more superheroish too. I mean, yeah. it, it's good. It's just it's not. It's. Um, I, I was hoping for something a little more, and maybe maybe it will. I mean, since ABC is kind enough to give it another season, maybe they'll find ways to um, amp it up. Maybe they, maybe they'll add, yeah, add some superhero characters or something. Yeah, uh, you know. Mike's saying uh, this is seems a little bit lackluster for him, and uh, this week was a better episode, but doesn't seem to be an overall engaging story apart from making some magic serum and a centipede. Maybe I had the bar set too high after Avengers. You know, we've been hearing that. You know, maybe we had, after Avengers, we were expecting something Avenger-like, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure that's the issue anymore. If you're five episodes in, the story is not grabbing you. There's something else going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, let us know your thoughts, uh, those of you that are still watching S.H.I.E.L.D., and uh, we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you about any of the TV shows we talked about tonight and um, any of the movies you're going to see, Ender's Games coming out. Let us know what you think of Ender's Game. Mm-hmm. And uh, anything else we need to talk about here tonight? No, I think we covered it. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, I believe that's about it, Miles. We should get on out of here again, as always. If you have any comments of things that you're reading, watching, seeing, or listening to, let us know here at the Sci-Fi Diner, and we'll, M will give you those digits as we get out of the show here. All right, till next time, good night and good luck. We will see ya. 
you so much for visiting the Sci-Fi Diner. We hope you enjoyed the food and the service and the conversations. If you'd like to share your thoughts regarding what we've talked about, or tell us what you're watching or reading, flip open your communicators and contact us at 1-888-508-4343. Or click the SpeakPipe link at scifidinerpodcast.com. Or send an MP3 or typed email to scifidinerpodcast at gmail.com. You can also join the conversation on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash sci-fi diner. We'll share your thoughts on our listener feedback show. If you'd like to support the diner beyond the conversation, you can always throw some coins in the tip jar at sci-fi diner podcast.com. <laughs>